Hello, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite show on the internet, Jacques Talks. Today, uh, we've got episode 15 for us here, which is, I do have to apologize, this should be episode 16, as many of you loyal listeners probably know, I did not have an episode last week, which was kind of unplanned, I think in episode I got to stop referring to them as episodes. <laughs> the last show, I was like, oh, I've got, you know, maybe my sister will be on next week, maybe this, maybe that, but I'll talk to you guys next week, and then I just didn't have a show, so we'll get into that today, why I ended up not having one last week. I mean, it's pretty basic. I just decided to take a week off, but we're back at it this week, of course. If you thought I was just going to give up with my show, you were wrong. I just, uh, you know, life happens, and so... We'll get into what I've been up to the last couple weeks today, and then kind of going off of that, we'll spin into the topic I have for us today, but we'll get there. Don't want to spoil too much of today's episode, though. Um, you can probably guess it based on the title of the episode anyways. That's usually how it goes. So anyways, without further ado, let's kind of just jump into things. So I don't remember how much detail I went into a couple weeks ago, because, you know, it's been two weeks now, but last show, I mentioned that my mom and sister were coming to visit me last weekend and they did so it was kind of my mom's gift to my sister for graduation was to fly her out here because she has always wanted to visit new york city and i've always kind of been the one who travels in our family i ended up going kind of far away from home for college indiana to minnesota it's not obviously across the country but it's a good while away and you know going to a bigger school doing stuff i ended up just inevitably traveling quite a bit um, in my four years in college. I didn't really travel much before high school, and even then it was pretty limited, but I traveled a lot in college. I travel a lot now. Obviously, I'm living out here in Massachusetts, which is, is you know, on the other side of the country as Minnesota, so, but the rest of my siblings, not, not so much, and I mean, quite frankly, my mom as well, so my sister just really wanted to come out to the East Coast and, you know, spend a couple days out here, so we made it work where they would they came and stayed with me for a couple days. I drove them down to New York City, and then they spent a couple days down there. So that was kind of the whole plan for them to, on the one hand, visit me, but then also go where my sister actually wanted to go. So that's, you know, what happened. So on Friday night, they flew out here. It was a really late night flight. My sister and mom got here at like around midnight, somewhere between 11 and midnight Friday. I drove them back to my apartment, and we went to bed pretty much right then and there, or however quickly we went to bed. We didn't do anything Friday night is essentially what I'm trying to say. And then Saturday was the big kind of, let's go see Boston day. So the last time both my sister and mom had been to Boston, and I want to say if it wasn't the only time my mom's been to Boston, it's one of like few in her life. And I want to say if, if she had, it was when she was a kid or something. I don't even know minor details. The point is, neither of them had been to Boston before they helped me move out here last fall. And when they did, I mean, I didn't know where anything was. I didn't know, you know, what's cool, what's worthwhile walking around, stuff like that. So this was the first time they visited me and I kind of had an idea of what I would want to show. I guess not only them, but anyone who were to visit me now. And I think the same goes for, I had some friends visit me um, last fall as well when I had moved out here. So I think that was kind of rough because not only was I showing them around, it was me kind of exploring for myself too, 
But now this time around, it was nice because I kind of got to show them my places or my parts of the city that I like to go to with friends and, you know, kind of put places to stories for for them, you know, and I've told them about the different stuff I've done around here. So we started the day in the Cambridge area just because I, I figured they'd want to kind of walk around the Harvard Yard and see the area over there. And I don't remember if I've mentioned, but I'm actually potentially moving to the Cambridge area in the fall this year. Um, me and my friend Aaron are looking for places around there um, just because that's where he wants to live uh, or continue living in the fall. So I, I wanted to show my mom kind of that area just so she knows maybe where I'll be living about. And so we got brunch there, walked around a good bit, and then we took the red line into downtown Boston and we walked around there. Um, I showed him a couple places, all the bars I go to, obviously. And we actually went to one. We went to Bellinhand downtown. Classic bring your parents to Bellinhand moment, I think. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just got a drink there. It was nice. It was a really nice day out. I, it was really cloudy. And, okay, maybe I guess it wasn't a really nice day. Because it was cloudy and windy. But the, the weather was nice. I Sweatshirt and jean weather, I guess, for me. But, yeah, from there we walked around a little more. We walked to the north end. Um, we passed through different stuff. I don't even, I mean, it was a week ago now. I don't remember every minor place I took them. But we walked around there, and then we took the subway back to, where did we go? We went back to the Fenway area, so I took that back to took them back to Kenmore Station. Uh, we walked across the bridge, and there was actually a Red Sox game that day as well. So... Fenway was like pretty bustling, which I thought was kind of cool to show them how busy it gets and how cool kind of the streets outside the ballpark are on game days. And walked down, once again, past all the bars I like to go to in Fenway. From there, we walked, we actually walked all the way from there to Back Bay. And we walked there because that's where I was meeting some of my friends for dinner. And so my mom got to meet some of my friends or one of my friends was Aaron, who I went to college with, so my mom's met him before, but it was nice dinner, and then from there, I drove my mom back to the apartment, and then me and my sister went and hung out with our friends, and we were actually planning on going out um, to some bars or a bar in Boston, because I really wanted my sister to kind of get a taste of kind of like, I guess, what I get up to on Fridays and Saturdays, or, you know, like nightlife in general, because I know my sister doesn't you know, go out to a bunch of bars in Fargo, North Dakota, where she went to school herself. So I kind of just wanted to treat her to that when she's visiting me. But one of my friends, oh yeah, I actually told the story a while ago too. Aaron still hadn't gotten his ID back, so he couldn't come out with us. And then while we were kind of pre-gaming a little, playing some games, kind of deciding what we're going to do, my other friend ended up getting a migraine. And so I kind of could tell she didn't really want to go out and do a whole lot either. And so we kind of just decided that uh, we can just hang out here and just like, you know, play more games, hang out, drink a little bit. And it was good. So that was the end of the day. So believe it or not, that I feel like I didn't really explain a whole lot was done, but that took up from like nine in the morning till midnight, I think is when we got home around then. So, yeah, we were just out and about walking a lot throughout the day, kind of just seeing stuff in the city and I thought it was really cool. So it was, I guess, my first experience since last fall uh, having guests come stay with me and, you know, me having to come up with something to do or show them in the city of Boston. And it's a common theme, of course, on the show that I live out here in Massachusetts, but I don't 
live in Boston. So I think there is always inherently going to be a piece missing, at least for now, when I, you know, go and show people the city because I'm not really a true inhabitant of it. And I feel like as much as I have my places or the areas I walk and stuff like that, it's somewhat not the same. So I do feel a little bad on that front or a little, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I thought it was good. I thought my sister and mom had a good time or that's what they told me. So I guess this is also some level of an advertisement to my friends who listen to the show who are debating coming out and visiting me or something like that. I definitely have the space to accommodate for two people. I would even say more. I'm, my mom slept on an air mattress in my place. My sister slept on uh, my couch. I have a really comfy couch. And my mom even joked. She was like, how does it feel to <laughs> be the one actually hosting your mom now in your like home? I'm like, eh, it's kind of weird, I guess, because... I'm a I'm a real adult now, but so it goes, I suppose. Now that uh, I mean, it's just life, I <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. But anyways, so yeah, I can I can definitely host people. I'm willing to pick you up from the airport. That's you know what I did with my mom and sister. I got a you know I got a brand new car for a reason. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I feel like I know I like know stuff to do. I know if you want to come visit me and go out to bars and stuff, and I will definitely do that too. And uh, Definitely plenty of stuff to do. There, There's way more stuff I could have done with my mom and sister. I just kind of focused on stuff I felt like they might want to see. Again, my sister was kind of coming out here to take pictures and kind of sightsee New York and stuff like that. So I kind of modeled the day after doing that in Boston as well. You know, it's if we're only going to have one day here, then we might as well just go through and see everything in Boston instead of spending six hours of the day doing one activity say or I knew she wouldn't have wanted to bar crawl or you know go to different breweries you know that's just not really her and my mom's taste so if we're gonna have one day we'll do that but say you the listener want to come out and visit me for three days we can definitely come up with stuff to do I'm definitely I don't know I just I'm it made me really happy to have people come out here and me get to show them I guess kind of my life and I don't know I I find a lot of joy in that so if you're considering coming out here now is a great time. The summer's coming out. Uh, summer's coming out. What, can, what am I saying? The sun's coming out. Summer is here. And I have a pool in my apartment, so that's a big plus if you want to swim and not go too far. I'm also near the ocean, though. So working on getting, um, I don't know, the ability to... I don't, I don't know where the beaches are is what I'm trying to say. We'll, we'll figure that out in due time. Don't worry about it. But yeah, okay. So I kind of like went off course of me telling the story of when my mom and sister visited. So yeah, that was Saturday. Sunday we wake up, we I just drove them to New York City because that was the plan. So I drove to New Jersey because I don't want to drive through Manhattan. I'm sure I probably could. I'm just, I guess that's the one place I'm too scared to drive and just don't want to have to deal with the traffic or paying a lot of money for parking or whatever. So I drive to New Jersey, I park, and we take the ferry over to Manhattan, and we got them to where they were staying in Midtown at a hotel, and from there, the big other reason that they wanted me to come with them was they are not used to being in a big city or using public transportation or anything like that, so they wanted me to kind of give them some level of basic guidance on how to use the subway, or I think 
maybe initially my mom and sister kind of had this picture of they'd walk everywhere or just take taxis or Ubers or something like that. But I was like, no, you're definitely going to want to use the subway if you're in New York City. So we got there, we got to their apartment, and then I was like, let me just take you somewhere in the city that I figure you're probably not going to go unless I force you to go there, or not force, but you know, let's go there. And so I took them to Lower Manhattan. Just uh, we went to the One World Trade Center because I think it's cool to see, you know, the really big building and the memorial for the the Twin Towers, the Ground Zero. So I figured um, we could just take the subway down there. I'll show you how to use the subway. Show you how to get down, come back up. I showed them how to use this app that I use for like transit systems. I use it in Boston. I use it in New York. I used it in London when I stayed there. So. Showed them how to use it. Get on the, uh, get on the subway. Get off. Walk around. Get into the subway from a different stop. Go the opposite direction. Stuff like that. And then we got some dinner. Classic New York pizza. I can't go to New York without getting a slice. You know, pizza being my favorite uh, meal and all. And so after that, I hugged them goodbye and you know went my separate way. So walked back back to the ferry. Took the ferry back. Got my car skirted back up to where I live, which is about a four-hour drive, give or take 15, half an hour, depending on traffic. So I ended up getting back to my apartment somewhere between 11 p.m. and midnight. And so maybe now you can start to see why I didn't end up doing an episode last week. So I got home pretty late, and so I was like, okay, I'm not going to record an episode tonight. I'll do it tomorrow. What I didn't really factor into the equation when I woke up on Monday morning was that everything I normally do on the weekends, errands-wise or just like etc., like going to the store for groceries and anything I need and doing my laundry and just in general cleaning up my apartment, um, just stuff like that, I didn't get to do it all this weekend because I was busy all day driving and in New York on Sunday. And Saturday I was out with my sister and mom in Massachusetts, in Boston. So on top of that, I'm kind of in a busy time at work right now, or at least it was last week, just because of stuff going on. And so I additionally also had to work a little bit later on Monday than I normally do, just to kind of wrap up some stuff I was working on on Monday. So I worked late, and then I had a bunch of stuff I had to get done. I had to go to the store. And so I just kind of was like, I don't have the time to record and edit an episode tonight, which is what I do on Mondays and when I don't do it on Sundays. And so I kind of just made the executive decision for myself then and there. I was just not going to have an episode last week. And I thought about, see, this isn't the first time I've missed an episode because the last time I missed an episode is when I had the whole car accident ordeal and I had to deal with that. And then I left for Arizona. It was a whole mess. And that time around, I didn't say anything. I just, you know, didn't have an episode. This time around, now that it was a little bit more planned and stuff, to some degree, I was kind of like, mm, should I put out a little post that's like, hey, no episode this week, but, you know, I just felt like I didn't really need to, and truth be told, I don't think there's, that, <laughs> you know, I can joke about my loyal listeners, I don't think there's that many people who snap in, r- like, right on Monday nights when I post to listen to the episode, so I was like, uh, it's not a big deal, and I'll explain it next week, so here I am explaining it, and so that's why there was no episode last week, but... You know, I thought it was good to take a week off. Um, I didn't really want to rush anything last week either because all I really had to talk about was 
that the, all the stuff for the weekend, and I didn't feel like I could cover a whole hour, and I didn't have time the last week. Anyways, I'm just sitting here making excuses. Essentially, I didn't have an episode last week. That's all there is to say. We're back at it this week. We're 60 minutes in, and all I've done is talked about why I didn't have it. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I talked about what I've been what I've been up to. That's really the major thing that's happened the last two weeks. Other than that, just been busy at work, you know, doing little things here and there. The other exciting news I have is what I've been up to this past weekend. So I don't think I've mentioned this before. Actually, before I get into that, I do. This is the other the other piece I I, I thought I would be good to not not really a shout out, but something I th- I've been thinking of a lot recently. So as I said, my sister came here as kind of a graduation gift for my mom. That being said, it's graduation season, right, for college kids. I think high school will be another couple weeks, but I think it's really weird, maybe not weird, but it's now been a whole year since I graduated college myself, and it, it, it honestly feels like only a couple months ago that I was even moving out here, let alone graduating college, getting a job, etc., and to just watch a lot of my friends that are a year younger than me go through the motions of graduation, celebration, etc., it really kind of is shocking almost. And um, I don't know, I feel like it's every little thing like that makes me feel like more of an adult, I guess, which is kind of stupid in a way. But it's like I've been an adult for a year now, and I should probably start feeling that way. It's not that I don't feel like an adult. It just feels like I'm still really new and I'm j- I just started being a part of the real world. Clichés that sounds, but I mean it's been a whole year now. Maybe not if you don't count last summer when I was just at home hanging with friends taking the summer off, but I mean it's been a whole freaking year and that's kind of insane to me. But anyways, I did want to shout out my my good friends who are graduating, have already graduated or are going to be graduating. So in no order other than the fact that I wanted to shout out my sister, Anna, first. Shout out to her. And then shout out to Erica, Shannon, Megan, Kayla, and Karina. Um, Those of you who I said your real name instead of a nickname you go by, I'm sorry, but I feel like graduation, it's most appropriate to call you by your real name. Um, But shout out to you guys for graduating. I know how hard college can be, you know, it's a very happy time right now, so I hope you guys are celebrating well, and uh, really enjoying the rewards of the four or more years you put into uh, college, so congratulations, and yeah, that's all exciting, so with that, I guess it's now summertime, we're getting into the summer, and so more different fun opportunities are starting to creep back up again. One of those being what I was just about to talk about, then wanted to shift to the graduation, but now we're shifting back, is my friend decided it would be a fantastic idea for us to start, or not to start, to create a team for a kickball league. And so this was all my friend Camille's idea. Shout out, go listen to the episode I had with her a couple weeks ago. I think maybe we even talked about this really briefly, but I I don't remember. But she decided one day she really wanted to be in a kickball league. And so she got me and a bunch of my other friends and a bunch of her other friends from grad school 
and some other different people. I think we have 14 or 15 people total on our team. I mean, you need to fill out a whole team, right? But we we started a kickball team for one of the leagues. It's like an adult league here in Boston. It's not, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. It's not a big competition or crazy league. I think there's only whatever the night we chose to do something. I think there's like six teams, five teams or something like that. So it's, we'll all play each other. And then I think there'll be like playoffs or something. I, I don't really remember all the specific rules, but we're playing kickball and that's exciting. I think this is the first, not only time I've played kickball in <laughs> actually, so we'll, we'll get to that. The last time I played kickball was in college, but this is the first time I've played any sort of organized sport since also probably sometime during first semester of junior year of college, maybe second semester. Yeah, probably second semester, just because none of that was allowed my senior year in college because of COVID. And I mean, I haven't been <laughs> I haven't been doing any sports uh, out here since. So I'm excited to go and actually kind of do something outside and do something with friends and a little bit of competition, you know, it'll be good. So this past weekend, we decided to have a practice for the kickball team, mostly because Camille is out of town this week. And so our first game is on Tuesday, actually, Tuesday the 17th. If you're in town, come, come watch us play. DM me for the address of the, <laughs> of the, the kickball diamond i'll i'll hook you up but we hadn't all met each other before tuesday because like i said some of the people on the team are from me and camille's like friend group i've discussed before on the show and some of the people are from her classes some of the people are her roommates friends so it was kind of camille's idea to get us to all meet each other and just play a little kickball and see kind of who likes what position and etc before we just jump into a game and aren't meeting each other for the first time when we're you know playing and so turns out it was actually really good that we decided to do this this weekend because we we got out to this um it's like a old sandlot um near where she lives and it was quickly very apparent that Quite a few of the people had either never really played kickball past elementary school or never played it at all, which is not a problem, but it was just kind of like some people, I'm saying this from a place of like, obviously I really, I'm very passionate about like baseball specifically, but sports in general. So I really, I can't blame anyone for not really knowing this really gritty rules of baseball slash kickball and stuff like that. But some people kind of didn't know where to stand or anything like that, which is okay. But that, that's what was good is we could actually be like, okay, this is where first base is second base shortstop goes here. Third base goes here. Um, and people got used to like, oh, if I kick it right up in the air, it's definitely going to be an out. And you know, it, it, it ended up being really, really fun too. So I thought it was a good way I mean, even if we weren't doing a kickball league, I, I honestly thought it was a kind of a fun way to meet everyone I didn't know the same day as well as playing a, a game like kickball. You know, it's just fun. So what we did is we kind of all took turns rotating through the different positions, kind of just letting people get a feel for 
what they like and taking turns kicking the ball, running the bases, stuff like that. So I don't know. It kind of felt and it, it almost felt like a, a middle school gym class day, just uh, like learning the sport and uh, having good fun. So I'm really excited for the season. I think it should be a really good way for me to spend my Tuesday evenings now. And I think it goes on for just uh, like a month and a half, I think, from next week until July or something like that. So it should be should be a lot of fun. I will definitely be giving weekly updates on our games. I personally am aiming to... Now, I don't think this exists, but I'm trying... I'm, I'm going to be going hard without going hard because at the end of the day, what I care about most and what I know... I, I think the great thing about our team in general is all of us just want to have fun. None of us, like, if we lose every game, I, I could care less because really what I want to do is go out there and, like, try really hard and have a good time doing it, you know. And when I say try hard, I don't mean, like, oh, if I get thrown out, I'm going to throw a hissy fit because, like, I should have done better. Like, no, it's not like that. It's, I mean, I want to go out and win and put on, I don't want to say put on a good show, but, you know, just go out and try our, our darndest to... I don't know, kick the damn ball. I guess that's really what kickball comes down to. So um, but what, I, what I was alluding to is I want to be, I'm my goal is MVP here. I'm trying to get Mike Trout numbers, okay? I am ready to put the team on my back, and I'm that's, that's all I got to say. But no, I'm probably, what we talked about is I'm probably going to play first base, which is really kind of new territory for me because I played second base when I played baseball and outfield because I only played baseball when I was in middle school and back then you pretty much you all get to take turns shifting through outfield because kids suck and so the ball almost never really goes in the outfield so they want to give everyone a turn playing in the infield and stuff but the position I mainly playing and what I would play probably four out of six innings in a game is second base and I never played first base. Obviously, this is kickball to baseball. It's it's a pretty big difference, but fundamentally, it's the same. And so I've never been the one responsible for, you know, the force outs, catching the ball, handling everything on the right side of the infield. But as, I guess, kind of someone more experienced with just kind of quick decisions in kickball or baseball or someone who is essentially tied to every play. I think I kind of almost volunteered myself to play first base just because it it makes sense for me. I don't I feel like I'm sitting here bragging. I'm just I'm just kind of talking about the details. So I'm excited to play first base. That's what I'm trying to say is it's something new for me and a part of the infield I've never been in. So I'm excited for that, but I think part of the kickball team and kind of going off of what I've been saying is I think all of us are going to kind of be trying different things too. So I could definitely see myself getting to play second base like I did and kind of having a blast to the pass there. And I also maybe see myself playing outfield because I think it could depend. I, I have no clue how good the teams we're going to play are. If it ends up being the case that we're playing kids who are like crazy good kicking the ball super deep every time, it might be worthwhile for me to be an outfield because I feel like I'm really good at catching the ball as well. So if a lot of the plays are just, you know, in the outfield, maybe I will, you know, ask to go out there and catch some balls. So we'll, we'll see. But anyways, I, I'm excited. All that to say, uh, I don't want to come off saying something the wrong way. I'm just really excited. I, I'm really excited. But I, uh, that being said, 
I guess what I wanted to talk about today, because I think this is a good opportunity, is to give the rundown on all the organized sports I've played in my life. And so I think that this is kind of a long list when you count. I'm going to be counting like literally everything I've done. But I didn't really play any sports in high school. That's like the gap that I didn't have because I was so focused on doing band stuff. And I'll just get this out of the way right now. And I think we'll have a better discussion someday when I inevitably have an episode where I talk about my experience with marching band and band in general. I think that there is an argument to be made that marching band is a sport. But I'm not going to sit here and die on the hill that marching band is as much of a sport as like a true sport is. I think what people don't like to recognize is the competitive aspect of marching band, which is, in in my humble opinion, just as competitive as regular sports like football, baseball, basketball are. And I don't think people acknowledge the like the physical and mental toll it takes for you to do an activity like marching band that other sports does as well. Now, it's super fair to say that in something like marching band, you're not directly competing against someone else with a ball or with... It's solely based on your performance versus the sole performance of someone else. But I would argue there's other sports that are like that, like golf and bowling. And you also could... I don't know. There's a lot of different arguments to be made. And honestly, I don't necessarily disagree with a lot of the points made on the opposite side. But from from my perspective, in my opinion, marching band is, if, if not a sport, definitely sport adjacent and something that should be held to a similar, I don't want to use the word respect, but it definitely is, it's not a like a substitute for sport. It's in the same genre, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, but that that is what I ended up doing throughout high school. So that aside, I did play quite a bit of sports in different spurts before high school and during college. And I was always really passionate about sports. And I think, I don't know if I've discussed this before on the show, but the real reason I stopped doing sports wasn't because I was kind of a nerd and you know, loved band so much and just, uh, I hate sports. I, I mean, I love sports ride or die. I, I'm a big, big sports fan. And I think if there's maybe one thing I regret in life, it's not continuing to do sports because it's hard to say regret because there's so many great things that have happened to me because I did band. But at the same time, I, I think that there could have been many different opportunities and many different experiences that I maybe missed out on because I didn't do sports, but I don't like to sit here and think about those hypotheticals. I'm just trying to say I do love sports and I I wish I could have had the opportunity to do both. But the reason I ended up choosing marching band is I don't know why this is just who I am, but the way my mind works and the way I am gifted, I guess, is I just was naturally much better with music and like playing my instrument and putting it together with movement and marching, you know, and I was never really that special at baseball, which is the primary sport I played when I was a kid. And I played football too. And I tried my best and 
I still did good. We'll, we'll get into my uh, accolades here. But I was just, it was very clear to me that if I pursued and continued to do marching band, that I would be successful and I would have opportunities as leadership inevitably and I would be able to be like a captain and stuff like that. And I just didn't see that being an as easy of a path for myself when it came to something like baseball. So I just decided to stick with the thing I felt I was better at and chose to get even better at that. So that ended up being the choice I made, but that choice was made in like eighth grade. So before eighth grade, I played football and I played baseball. I only played football for a year. I played baseball for three years. And so football was fun and, you know, I really love football. But I think I had a disappointing time in football. What was it, sixth grade, I think, maybe fifth grade, maybe even fourth grade. I don't, I don't remember specifically, but I was placed on one of the crappier teams and the coach was the dad of one of the kids on the team. And so, of course, he got to play quarterback. And not that I even wanted quarterback, but it was just very kind of favoritism-oriented, or that's how it always kind of felt in practice. So I played left tackle. I was on the offensive line. Occasionally I played on defensive line, but it was usually offensive line. And I don't know. It's just kind of it gets boring when you want to be – in on the action, but instead you're just blocking guys the whole game and then your team loses. So it's like I literally show up for 60 minutes. I push guys around, but it's not enough because the other team just smokes us and because our defense was crap. But I, I got a lot out of it, and I, I had fun playing. It was, still, it was still a good time. Just ended up realizing that it wasn't so much for me as much as baseball was. So I ended up playing baseball as well. And I stopped doing football, and I just kept with baseball. And like I said before, I played second base, um, and it was a great time. I, I always looked forward to going to baseball. It was a big thing for like me and my dad. And I I just I'm trying to think of specific little details about it. I can't really recall that well. Obviously, this is back in like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, and. I mean, at the end of the day, I just remember it being a really fun time, and I felt like over the course of all the seasons I played, I continuously was getting better and better, and when I first started, I would chop at the ball when I would swing. I had a really bad swing, and you know, by the end of a couple years, I really was getting around to being a good, a solid player. I was never an all-star or anything like that. And so the crazy thing was uh, back then we didn't have batting averages or anything like that, but everyone kind of knew if they were on the, you know, the good ones on the team or, you know, batting (laughs) towards the end of the lineup. And I was always not the worst on the team, but definitely in the latter half of how good I was at batting. And I just never really could get over the hump of hitting a ball deep or into the outfield. So, you know, I would hit singles from time to time. I scored a couple of runs over the course of my career. I couldn't, for the life of me, remember the amount or, you know, anything like that. But, you know, I, I contributed to my team. I was definitely a, a team player. I did my best on defense at second base. But the highlight of my baseball career is actually, uh, I think that this is maybe, I don't know what I'm trying to say. So, 
the highlight of my baseball career actually came in my last game. And so my last game came when I was on the Green Monsters. That was the team name we had because our jerseys were green. This is back when like everyone gets to play. So even though the town colors I grew up in were red and black, there was the red team, the black team, the white team, but there's more kids who want to play baseball than those teams. So they give one team, you know, the green team. They give a team, the orange team, the purple team, whatever, however many teams there are. Anyways, we were the green team, so we named ourselves the Green Monsters. I don't even know why we decided to do that, but hey, it was funny. Maybe kind of a, maybe that was my future uh, Boston Reds connection to Boston that I, I never foresee actually until now. But anyways, we were the Green Monsters, which I've said now for like six times. But we made it to the like district tournament, which is kind of what they do when you're that young. It's... Like, I lived in Elk River, right? And so it was all the teams from Elk River, Rogers, Zimmerman, Otsego, just kind of the district area. And so they crowned like, the district champion. We didn't have, like, state in sixth grade or seventh grade, whatever it was, you know. And it was a double elimination tournament, but in order to win, you had to give zero losses. And so if you your first loss would put you into the lower bracket to play for third place, essentially. You couldn't... The the championship game was between the two teams with zero losses, and then they play like a best-of-three series. So I don't know if that makes sense to you, but essentially what happened is we lost the first game, so we jumped straight down into the lower bracket, and we're playing for third. And it really was sad to lose in that first game because we actually had a pretty good season, at least the best season I had had in the years that I played baseball. And I don't know, to kind of, uh, I think many Minnesota sports fans or, I mean, probably most sports fans in general know it's, you know, you have this great season and your team is really good and you feel really confident and you go into the playoffs and the first game or the first series, whatever, you just get absolutely tarnished and smoked and... I mean, it was just a terrible experience, really. I think we lost the game like 20-3 to 3 or something, which is not... That's a football score, right? That's not a baseball score. This team just absolutely clapped us. And they were... I'm trying to remember what city they were... They were a Zimmerman team, but I can't remember the color. I want to say they were blue, but... Like, don't quote me on that. I don't remember specifically, but I want to say... Let's just say they, they were the blue team from Zimmerman. And so that puts us into a tough position. We get knocked right into the lower bracket after the first game. And at this point of the season, we are just down, but I guess not out. That was the that, That's what we had to go into it with is we just can't lose the rest of the way. And it was, it was tough goings, but our next game, I think we really just put the work in. Or I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make a story out of this. Essentially, we won the next game. And it was like, great, okay, we, we at least won a game in the playoffs. And I think, at realistically, that's what our coach was happy about is, yay, okay, we won one of our games and we didn't just double loss our way out of the playoffs. We win the next game, and then we win the third game, which sets us up for the fourth game, which we win. I, there was three or four games, but I think we won three in a row. And so we, where does that put us? That puts us into the third place game which is very exciting, right? And I don't think I had any particularly good or bad performances throughout this little playoff run we had. 
nothing at least I can remember. Maybe maybe my dad remembers more of this, but that's because of what happened in the third place game. In the third place game, we made it and we were excited and it was like, okay, cool, we get to play on like the championship Saturday or whatever. We're, you know, the third place game of it, but you know, we made it to the end. And it's kind of a big feat to be playing in the third place game when I think, you know, I said there's like four cities, but each city has a bunch of teams. So we were playing for third place out of maybe even 30 teams, maybe somewhere around 20, but you get the idea. I mean, it's a big accomplishment. It's not like we were getting third place out of six teams or something like that. And what none of us knew, because we're young and there's no like internet or anything, we're not reading the matchups. But what we didn't realize until we showed up for the third place game, or maybe we did know this, I don't even remember. The team we had to beat to get third place was the team that beat us 20-3 to in the first game of the playoffs. We had to go back and beat Zimmerman Blue. And I remember all of us showing up and kind of just, I don't want to say expecting defeat, but there was a feeling in the air that, we did not stand a chance. Or at least this is how I remember it. Maybe, once again, I'm just making a movie out of this in my head. But I I think I remember it just being like, damn. Like, we made it this far, but... I mean, they're just going to smoke us again. But slowly but surely, throughout the course of the game, we actually were staying in it. And for a while, it was actually a really close game. It was a tie game. And I think it was like... 3-3 three to three in, I want to say, the fourth or fifth inning. It was in the latter half of the, the game, because we only played to six innings back then. And wouldn't you know it, yours truly, Jacques Charbonneau, steps up to the plate with, there's probably one or two outs, I don't know. I don't think it was two outs, I don't think it was a two-out scenario, but I think it was at least one out or something. I step up to the plate, and we had a runner on third. And it might have been third and second, but I think it was just third. I think we had a guy on third. Obviously, this was over 10 years ago. I don't remember every specific little detail, but I don't know what I had in me. I I had already singled in this game. I had a single earlier in the game, but I stepped I stepped into the batter's box. I looked at the pitcher, someone I, I recognized him from when we've played him previously, and I think part of me was scared, but for whatever reason, I just wanted to do, I just wanted to win this game, and I swung the bat right <laughs> right as the ball crossed home plate. I don't know how to say this uh, in the best way, but I actually like smacked the ball, and I ended up getting a double, and it was the first time I'd ever hit a double in my entire baseball career, and it was an RBI double. I scored a run, and it helped us take the lead in this game. And there was a, another time in the game I made a really spectacular like reach to get this guy out at second base earlier in the game. Once again, I, I hit that single and that RBI double in the game that helped us take the lead. My friend Kyle actually got an RBI. I can't remember if his was before or after me, but he was also kind of notoriously in the same boat as me, like never really could get over that hump of playing consistently well, consistently hitting the ball well. Um... But he, he had a really good play in that final game, too. And I don't know if it was poetic or what, but that, the other teams down to their third out were up like 6-4 to four at this point or something like that. 
and the ball's popped high in the air, right over second base. And I look up in the air, and I'm like, all I have to do is catch this ball, and the game is over. And I think that was the most, like, jittery shaky I'd ever been in, like, a moment while playing baseball. Because I was like, I just need to catch this ball. I just need to catch this ball. And I was, like, so scared and shaky. And I put my glove up, and I caught it. And we won it, and we won the third-place game. And Coach coach gave a great speech after the game. He told me I was uh, the MVP of the game. Um, I don't even think I stepped up the biggest, right? I didn't end up scoring a run. It was really just that I went like two for four with a RBI double, made some good defensive plays. But I mean, what he like told me after the game really has always stuck with me. And I don't remember all the words he said, but he, he, he told me I was like the MVP of the game because I stepped up to contribute in a bigger way than I ever had in a game the entire season. And I wasn't going to go out there and crank home runs. It's just not in my skill set. But clearly that hitting a double was in my skill set. And I never really fully got to that until I came out and did it in the game that mattered most. I mean, really was our championship game. It, it wasn't for the championship. You know, it was just for third place. But when it all was said and done, it was this is the end of our season. What are you going to do? And so, I don't know. That's like the coolest thing I've ever done when it comes to sports is I... I came alive and uh, saw my true potential in my last game I ever played, actually. So kind of sad. I I mean, very cool I went out on a high note, but sad that, you know, I didn't get to come back next season and see see what I could do next. But that's okay. Once again, I ended up choosing my own path with the band stuff. But I, it's fun to reflect back on that game. And somewhere underneath the steps in my house, I still have that third-place trophy somewhere. So... But yeah, so that, that's kind of my fun little baseball story. I played baseball. I played football. I did a lot of bowling and a little bit of golf, actually, in like elementary school to middle school. I was I was good at bowling. I was pretty bad at golf. But I don't really want to spend too much talking about either of those. I had a couple, a couple nice trophies from my bowling years. I won the league I played in twice out of my six or seven year tenure as a bowler. But that's all. Uh, I mean, that's pretty just little little tidbits I could talk about there. But just a fun thing that I did. It was another thing for me and my dad to kind of do together because he bowled when he was a kid. So he's the one who got me into it. And then that's pretty much, I mean, my sports <laughs> stories pre-college. Because not to sound like a broken record, but, you know, then I went on and did marching band. I continued doing that, and I continued doing marching band in college. But the nice thing about college is if you're not a D1 athlete, you still have other opportunities to do sports in college through intramurals, through the dorms, and through all that. So I took full, full advantage of that while I was in college. So the most notable one I did was I played in a broomball league with my friends, I was actually the captain of our team junior year, um, but my freshman and sophomore year, I was also on the team with some friends, and that was a really, really good time. If you're not familiar with broomball, it's essentially hockey, but you play with a stick that looks more like a broom than a hockey stick, so instead of it being like L-shaped, it's more, I mean, just think of a, a broom, you know. And you play with a ball instead of a puck, but it's on ice. And you don't use skates, you're just on your shoes. So it was a lot of fun. Won some games, lost some games. We never made any noise, never made any playoffs, obviously. That's a, that's a pretty intense... When you play college intramurals, it's it's really hard to win because... 
almost in the same way that I'm going into this kickball season out here in Massachusetts or in Boston with just the attitude of wanting to go out and have fun with friends and, you know, try hard and or try, uh, try hard is the, the bad way to put it. I think just try our best, like really go out and not just do it to just whoopsies, you know, like f- from my standpoint, I want to go out and, you know, kick the damn ball, as I said. And when you're in college, over half the teams are just sweaty college kids reliving their high school glory days who take it way too intensely, way too competitively. And, you know, that's okay because me and my friends never let that get in the way of us having fun and us trying our best and doing what we could do. But at the end of the day, when we leave the arena, we're not crying and complaining that we lost, even though we all know the only reason we lost is because these kids have literally no life other than to cry to the refs about missed calls and literally broom ball. But... That's okay, but broomball was a lot of fun. The only bad experience I had with broomball is when I landed right on my kneecap and tore ligaments. Um, so that was a whole fun thing I had to deal with for a while and put me out of playing for a game or two. But we made it through that. And then through different events in college, I played different tournaments, which, so, like, broomball we would play once weekly, but I would sign up for different things that were just for like a weekend so this was the last time i played kickball was i did a kickball tournament and if i remember we like lost in the second game it was just like single elimination we won the first game lost the second game i don't know but so that was that i played in a couple of volleyball tournaments i suck at volleyball but volleyball is just a lot of fun to me just like smacking the ball in the air that that was good except the time we me and my friends we we got to like the semifinals i think of this volleyball tournament we did and we lost to this these absolute sweats it was like oh my it's just like kind of not fun i wish when you did stuff like this in college or whatever you could sign up for the we <laughs> this is the league you sign up for where we're just having fun and we're not sweaty and the kids who really care and want some like cash prize even though there isn't one can go and do that league you know but yeah and then i did I did little spouts of my hall would have, it was essentially its own intramural league, but the only people who could do it are people in the dorm instead of campus wide. So I did basketball and football with those. Basketball, I'm atrocious. And so those are always no fun. I would always just get really sweaty and sore and have like zero points and like two rebounds in a game. (laughs) Like not, not a lot of fun, but I did it. I did it for the boys, you know, I showed up. Our team sucked. I don't think we ever won a game of basketball, but what can you do? And then football was usually the same outcome, too. I don't think we won many games of football, me and my friends from uh, my hall in college, but, you know, we still had a good time. I mostly played on defense. I think I, I like playing defense traditionally in sports like basketball, football. Obviously, both of them, especially basketball, you have to do both simultaneously. In football, if you play more intramural, you're going to have to play on both sides of the ball. But I like playing on defense because I'm not really super gifted when it comes to, like, athleticism. And I have good hand-eye coordination, but I'm not great. I'm not as reliable at catching the ball or making the most accurate pass or throw or whatever. But when it comes to defense, I think I make up for anything I lack there with just pure effort to stop someone else from from doing something so I played defensive back mostly when we when I played uh, intramural in college and I think 
The funny thing you might ask yourself is, well, Jacques, that makes no sense because you're not fast and, (laughs) I don't know, you're just, (laughs) I personally can't, uh, I'm laughing because I can't picture myself doing it, but that's what I did. Once again, I think I just really have the motivation to make up for lack of speed and athleticism with just trying to beat the other person, I guess, and there's a couple times I got burned so bad because I'm not that fast, and the person, the wide receiver I'd line up against would realize that and just run a hot route and absolutely burn me, and so when that would happen, I'd just go sit on the bench and say someone go out and cover that dude because I cannot, but it was fun. College, college sports in general were fun. That's pretty much the totality of it. And I'm trying to think if there was other little things I did. I wanted to play intramural baseball, but it didn't line up with my schedule, so I never could do that. But I had a friend who did, and I wanted to do it with him. But it was sad I never got to do it. The one experience I had otherwise with baseball, though, in college was when I went back home, and one of my closest friends back home does an adult, like, town ball-type league for baseball. It's, like, semi-competitive, but not... It's not like a real league. It's not like minor leagues or something like that it's you know it's just you sign up with the city you join their team and it's you know there's a real tournament and stuff like that it's like the minnesota i i wish i knew the actual league name and stuff like that but anyways my friend was on a team and there was one night i was home i think it was over the summer and he's always really passionate about getting me to go out and like do more sports stuff with him he's like super super sporty and of course i am too but i'm usually pretty busy and I don't know. Over the years, I've gotten more lazy with going out and doing stuff. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, And there was one night where they kind of needed some more people or there was kind of space on the team. So he convinced the coach to come let me play with them for a game. So I actually did get to go play one game of, like, real live ball baseball. I think it was, like, a sophomore in college maybe. Maybe junior even. And it was the first time I'd faced live pitching in, oh, maybe even 10 years. It was since, like, seventh grade that I had done that. And I was kind of nervous just because the only live pitching I'd face is just my friends throwing it to me while we're out doing, like, BP and whatever. And I kind of actually surprised myself with how good I did. I ended up not getting – I I didn't get any hits. I think I went – I was over 3 or over 4. I think I had three at-bats. I think it was 0 for 3. One of them was a strikeout, unfortunately. Caught looking, if I recall correctly. I either was caught looking or there was a called strike 2 that I hated, and so then I swung on the third because the ump strike zone was weird. But I got struck out. And then one of my outs was a ground out. And then the third one was actually fielder's choice. So I breached first base. It just didn't count as a hit, but I did get to first base. And so just the fact that I was able to put the ball in play twice after not, I mean, that's the fastest pitching I had ever faced in my life, period. And the first time I had faced real pitching in, since I was a a freaking middle schooler, you know. So just the fact that I was able to make contact with the ball, put it in play and reach the base didn't count as a hit, but I reached the base. I think that to me kind of showed me you know, I still got a little bit in me. I still got some gas. And if I had been on the team full time, I think I eventually could have worked my way up to um, making uh, good contributions to the team. But who's to say? I don't know. It's in my past, but it was still a fun, fun night. And I'm always really appreciative that my 
friend uh, convinced the coach to let me come and play for the day. So I think he lied to him and said I <laughs> I played through high school or something just to give him some vote of confidence on me. And then I think we told him after I, pl- I played decently well because I think he was like, oh, you did pretty good. And my friend was like, oh, yeah, I lied to you. He actually hasn't played since middle school. And the coach was like, really? I couldn't even tell. So that made me feel good. I don't know. I wish it was easier to kind of just get into a baseball league like it is to get into a kickball league. But obviously there's a lot more barriers to entry, a lot more gear you need to have. And it's harder to make schedules and stuff. But I don't know. I can't really haven't looked into maybe there's a chiller town ball league out in Massachusetts I can join at some point. Um, I guess just talking about it now, maybe I, I should look into that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But okay, there's that. And then there's there's two other, I guess, small stories I want to tell. We're kind of running real low on time here, so I'll, I'll make it quick. But the one other semi-close experience to baseball I've had in the past couple of years was I did a softball tournament with friends back home in Minnesota one summer. This was also around the same time. as summer, sophomore year of college, maybe freshman year of college. And I'd never played slow pitch softball before in my life and neither had most of our friends but we saw that there was a tournament in big lake and we were like you know what let's just get the boys together let's sign up and you know what it'll just be a good old time we'll probably kick some ass because a number of my friends were on baseball teams and stuff and we showed up and realized we signed up for like the competitive league because we thought we were like gonna be good but we got absolutely destroyed i mean just embarrassing it was not good the big problem is we didn't have anyone who knew how to pitch so we walked a lot of batters which is not good in like slow pitch softball so we did our best the first game we lost oh they scored over 20 runs it was just not good and i don't we didn't score a single run and in the second game, I think we lost something like five or six to one. We actually did get one run because my friend's dad decided to join the team and absolutely cranked a home run because he's like this big like farmer dude, right? Um, and so we did get one run, but and that was that was a more graceful loss. We we kind of picked up throughout the the day. It was a double elimination tournament, but. Overall, an utter embarrassment. And I think my friends ran it back the next year, even though I wasn't I was busy doing something that year. Oh, I was like studying abroad. That's what that's what was going on the next year. My friends ran it my friends ran it back and I think they got embarrassed again. And so I don't know. Just no luck in softball tournaments. But I would do softball again. Softball's fun. It's a good balance because it's a lot more chill than baseball and there's usually beer drinking involved and you know it's meant for like everyone it doesn't have to be big buff sweaty dudes who can pitch 70 miles an hour it's you know you can get everyone in your friend group to do it so maybe if kickball goes good i'll convince my friends to do softball i don't really see that happening but it's a possibility you never know and then i'll I'll leave us today on the i think the the peak of my sporting experience which was when i was in i think junior year of high school and me and my friends thought it was a genius idea to have a boxing tournament with soccer boppers (laughs) so if you don't know what those are they're essentially boxing mitts for like seven-year-olds but all of us were like 17 (laughs) and so we were just like beating each other up luckily no one really had any major injuries i think a couple people got a little bloody i don't think i did but i mean we were essentially just like not pulling punches and just 
pretending that these like inflatable things were doing anything to stop the actual blow of a punch. And I mean, really it was, it, uh, once again, none of us really got hurt. No one got concussed or anything like that. I ended up placing, I think fourth place. I lost in the semifinals and then I lost in our little third place game. Overall, it's because I had some big friends and we didn't have like weight classes, even though we probably should have. So I was getting kind of walloped and I tapped out, but that was a really, really, really fun day. Just watch it. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever had an experience of like, I mean, when I say boxing, there was no technique. It was just like street fighting, but we're all friends. So like we pulled punches. It was, it was, it was safe and good. I made it sound like we were like absolutely like beaten on each other, but really it was us just like wailing on each other with like foam hands. But by the end of the the event we did, uh, all of them had popped. I mean, we ran through the whole set of them and it was, uh, I don't know. It was good. It was, I think it also ended because someone did get hit pretty hard and their like nose started bleeding. So we're like, I, we got to call this a day. And I think we ended up like hanging out and like going to the pool after that. So overall fun day. I just, I always think back and remember that as my like, (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe it's not even worth mentioning under like sporting stuff I did, but I think that's always a fun little memory of mine of just stepping there, you know, going head to head with one of my friends, just like fists up and actually like jabbing and stuff but i would never actually do that with real boxing gloves or anything like that that's too definitely too dangerous definitely too too much risk of getting hurt but always a good time when you have some soccer boppers lying around but (laughs) all right but yeah that's a that's a good quick uh overview of all the sporting stuff i've done over my long and illustrious career but now here we are with uh, kickball looming on the horizon. I'm excited personally. I'm going to give it my all. Um, I Once again, I want to be known as the MVP of our league. I don't think that's actually a thing that will be given out, but in, in the best way possible, that's what I'm shooting for. I'm obviously, I'm very for like equal opportunity, and I'm not going to be like, no, I want to play first base this whole game. I'm kind of just like, I think my skill set, enables me to play first base for our team really well but if some of the other guys on the team want to play first base like for sure I'm I I really just want to go have fun make sure everyone else on my team is having fun at the end of the day I wasn't even the one who formed this team I I joined Camille's team you know she asked me and our friends to join so um she's the captain and I'm just I'm here to make sure our team uh wins some games I'm I'm gonna do my best in the field do my best behind the plate, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So stay tuned. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to have a weekly update on uh, how the game goes. I'll, I'll make sure to give you guys my stats. I'll make sure to uh, roast Aaron for getting no hits. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Shout out to Aaron. I, I'm his biggest fan, so I'll be clapping really, really hard for you if you listen to this, Aaron. I'm sad. Uh, we we talked about it a couple times this this weekend it's sad Julius isn't here because I know he he definitely would be a core piece to the to the lineup uh in our stead so hopefully he'll be able to uh uh cheer us on from afar and uh I don't know I wish I would I know Julius listens so I wish you could make it out for a game but it's uh I know you got bigger things going on right now anyways I guess uh that's all I got for us today I hope you enjoyed listening to my uh long line of 
sports achievements and uh i hope you're as excited for me to hear about uh how kickball goes so anyways i will talk to y'all again next week don't worry we're one week off is good enough for a couple months of uh (laughs) weeks off i guess so definitely expect me back next week who knows I, i always like this little who knows maybe next week i'll have a guest who knows the thing is, who does know? I sure as hell don't. I don't make that decision until like literally Saturday or Sunday. So we'll see what happens next week. We're going to be back. And uh, thanks again for listening. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Peace out.